Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Amen. One hour to 2019. Come on. God has been good to you. God has been good to me. God has been good to your neighbor. Even though they pretend to be uh, tell their neighbor you're blessed. Be serious about the fact that you're blessed. Great. So I, I, I want to share with you something and then we'll go out do the whole fireworks thing and then about what eat all the meat drink the sweet eat the fat was well, that a great message from B3 straight for, okay like like who for, who has forgotten what she was preaching yeah you know some people by the time they hit the door the someone is gone but those people didn't come. Stretch forth and wow, this is incredible. Now, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to share with you very briefly. No, maybe not so briefly, but like really. Yeah? And then I'm going to share with you what I think God is speaking to us as a church in this coming year. Amen. part of the Bible that works is the one you believe. And the only part of what I'm going to say that's going to work for you is what you believe. Last year I stood here and told people it was the year of distinction and abundance. Some people believed it. And boy, did God unleash abundance upon us. For those who were in the beginning, did you notice that of, out of all the testimonies, Probably 90% of the testimonies were about finances. There were financial People got new jobs, lots of money flying all over the place. And I think they are wondering what's happening. Uh, people having to choose one of all these really nice jobs, which one should I stick with? That's called abundance. Because there are other people who have been looking for a job for a long time and are still looking. When you have three to choose from, that's a good problem. It's an abundance problem. So we told you it was a year of abundance. Let me, let me share with you something quick. At the beginning of the year, I wasn't planning to write a book straight for financial growth. I read the new which book I was going to write. Hey, you people. Hello. Tovira Mwao, silence your neighbor so that you take something with you. Silence your neighbor for your own sake. So I wasn't planning to write SFFG uh, around April, May. It became clear we are going to do a, a series on finances. We are not planning to do it. Wrote SFFG. Lots of testimonies have come forth. Lots of abundance has come out of that for many, many people. People have started businesses. People have 
people are having more money than they need to spend. That's a good place to be. Amen. Of course, in church, people pretend not to care about money until they go out there and it hits them. The landlord wants Uganda shillings, not heavenly cash. So today, I'm going to share with you the profile of a worship harvest person in 2019. And the key word I'm hearing, that we've been hearing, is this is there to break out with influence. Breaking out with influence. So in this English, it stops you sometimes like it does me. Just speak two words. Break out and influence. And like I said, you either believe and receive or you doubt and do without. But I know you're going to believe and receive. Amen. What else was I supposed to say? No, yes. Where is she? Where is Persis? Persis. Persis. Babyria. Anyway, someone find Persis. Living in the overflow. Amen. So, let's read this story. Mark chapter 15, 42 to 46. Let's read as loud as you can together. Now, when evening had come, because it was preparation day, that is the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent council member, who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God, coming and taking courage, went into Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate marveled that he was already dead. And summoning the centurion, he asked him if he had been dead for some time. So when he found out from the centurion, he granted the body to Joseph. Then he bowed fine linen, took him down and wrapped him in the linen. And he laid him in a tomb which had been hewn out of the rock and rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. There ends our first reading. Hallelujah. Uh, this is Pastor's Pastor's kind of stand up. Pastor has put together this whole event. Look at those. Let's upset her with a rising clap. Yay! Thank you, Pastor. We appreciate. She has, while people were on holiday, she was working making sure that we all come and find everything in order. She's been straightening for hallelujah. The second reading is like it. It's about Joseph. But from Matthew 27, 57 to 60. Let's read together. Now when evening had come. Now this stuff is in English. So for all the school fees your parents pay, I expect to hear you reading in the English tongue for now. Together. Now when evening had come, there came a rich man from Arimathea. Say rich man. Named 
Joseph, who himself had also become a disciple of Jesus. Say disciple of Jesus. So this is a rich disciple of Jesus. Are you still tracking? Okay. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Now, please don't sit here and think that you could just walk into Pilate's office. Send him a WhatsApp. Pilate, WhatsApp. One body of Jesus. So, what did you put this in? No, 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 no. Don't assume that. Pilate was the kind of guy people could go to. How many of you have watched the series AD? AD. What are you guys watching? Okay. Huh? BC. <laughs> Oddlock. Sitting alone. Go and watch AD. Watch this series so that you understand really how complex it was dealing with Pilate. So not everyone could go to Pilate. No, Pilate, Joseph, No. So he says, this man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. In the early scripture, we saw that the he says he took courage and he went to Pilate. And Pilate commanded the body to be given to him. When Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his new tomb. Is there anyone here who was ready? Who was his tomb? A new one? <laughs> you see, some people they are so wealthy, they take care of all their financial needs ahead of time, including the, the funeral. While you're still, the android is chasing you. funeral, which is 40 years, 50 years ahead. But not Joseph. He's like, bite. So, his new job, which he had hewn out of the rock and rolled a large stone against the door of the tomb and departed. So, I want us to look at the profile of a worshiper's person by looking at the life of this little bit of the story of Joseph of Arimathea. Now, unfortunately, most people, including the believers themselves, have subconsciously accepted the idea that Christians are generally average people who are either broke or at least they can afford a decent meal. They are not people of great wealth and influence. And you know, to get to that position, you have to be reading your stuff into the Bible. Because people like these were disciples of Jesus. Jesus did not have 12 disciples. Let's start there. And they were not, not three wise men. Among all the other distortions of scripture. Jesus had very many disciples. The twelve were named apostles. Now, among these many disciples, some of them were very wealthy people. 
who actually sustained Jesus' ministry. Are you following? So, this idea that somehow the gospel got lucky is wrong. There are people of influence who make things happen in the kingdom from the beginning up to now. There are people in this room who are making things happen in the kingdom. This uh, one lady who I will not name because for her own security came and gave 105 million shillings in a bag for rise and build, like 105 in a bag. Like the Lord told me to bring 100 million. I've also added my five. Are you tracking? Your people. So these people are there. When the Holy Ghost came on the day of Pentecost, that's 49 days after the resurrection of Jesus, there were 120 people in a house. That included the apostles and Mary and Jesus' mother, Mary. How many people? And when the Holy Spirit came, they were all in an upper room. So this house had an upper... Now, they hadn't come to visit. If you read, because sometimes we read Acts beginning at chapter 2. Start at chapter 1. Because the Bible says they came and they went up with one accord, which was not a Honda. They went up with one accord and started praying. Don't think that they were there playing matter too and eating and ludo. Then the Holy Spirit took them by surprise. No. These people had been praying, waiting for the Holy Spirit. From when Jesus had ascended, the ascension happened 40 days after the resurrection. Pentecost was 50 days after the resurrection. So they had been praying for 10 days together in that house, being housed, being fed, sleeping. It wasn't a hotel. It belonged to one of the disciples of Jesus. Tell your neighbor, when your house has an upper room that can take 120, perhaps the lower room can take a lot more. What's the point of preaching to you stuff you already know and can do? I'm here to challenge you to expand, to stretch forth this idea of. <laughs> they say there are three kinds of people those who make things happen, those who watch things happening, and those who don't know what's happening. <laughs> They're in a hot loop. 
You don't belong in that. Please don't give your neighbor a hot dog tutorial right now. I'm preaching. Molinde after the fireworks and Mujaya Masimu show him all the videos. Nambie Musoke Molinde. Good boy. <laughs> Now, what? So, let uh, Molina, wait, Jesus has died. Okay, I'm describing the situation. <laughs> I'm describing what's in the scripture. Jesus dies. They crucify him. All these fellows who followed him 300 years, they see their dreams go down, their dream. Guess what? Where is John? Where is Peter? Where are the apostles? They all forsook him and fled. And it is left to this gentleman, Joseph. Who understands? Because look, if there is going to be a resurrection, eh, the body needs to be kept for the resurrection to happen. See, you're tracking. And for there to be evidence, the body just dis disappeared, then some other guy showed up saying it was Jesus. So this Joseph is playing a critical role in the kingdom, in the story of God and man. And I think there are Josephs here today. People who are playing or who are going to play a critical role in the story of God and man. And for once, I need to forget the mob. A calling has nothing to do with mobocracy. God never called you in a mob. Now you the whole crowd. I need you to go and do something for me. There are many mission committee leaders who have struggled because they keep saying, we are still discussing the, what's that thing called? The Frontier Focal Committee discussion for eight months. What are you calling? Do you live by conviction? You have to live by conviction. When you live by conviction, the mob doesn't matter. Anyway, the body of Christ was given to a man with great influence. 
he says that Joseph of Arimathea was a prominent council member. He wasn't just a council member. He was what? You see, our parliament has many members of parliament. They are about what? Ababi Manko. In the region, 400. Simanyina kumanya how that is possible. Nainga, that is possible. They're in the region of 400. How many of them do you know? Okay, then the one. Shout out one is no. Huh? One? Okay. Some of you don't know there's a difference between Bobby Wine and Honorable Takurani Robert. Anyway, well, what, I, what I'm saying with that illustration is that you can be the Angateriaku man. You are in the council, Nainga, what? No one knows about you. You just fill a space in the council. You have a seat. That's why I hate committees, because committees sit, but teams work. Separating green shirts from blue shirts. We will close it down. We don't do committees here, we do teams. Committees sit, teams work. There are some of you. So, this man was a prominent council member. He was a man with influence, great influence. How much influence do you have? One of the questions I ask people when I'm admitting people into my gang or our gang with Ari is how many Twitter followers do you have? Because leadership is influence. Nothing less, nothing more. If when you speak on Twitter, no one is listening. Say influence. It was a man with great influence. Highly respected. When Joseph shows up in the council, he's going to be something achieved that day. Secondly, he was a man with great wealth. You saw in the Matthew verse, he, said he was rich. Do you know that the scriptures don't waste words? The Holy Spirit doesn't waste words in the Bible. When he wants you to know that the man was rich, the Holy Spirit will put it there. He was rich. Otherwise, they would just have said, how many other people do they write about and they don't indicate that they are rich in the scriptures? Huh? When they writing in the Mpedewe Chronicles, they come on. 
Do they write about you that you are? Anyway, let's not even go there. I'm just saying, it's, 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 it's okay to have great influence and great wealth. You are going to move the kingdom forward. Great influence, great wealth. Local, it's time to stop being guilty of feeling guilty about wealth. The gospel needs money. Billions of dollars. Great people are pushing the divorce agenda or that they are not investing money. They're investing money like crazy. Do you know how much money people spend on the devil's agenda every day? Do you know how much money is spent on hate and fighting? But how much money is spent on love and care? Stop. Don't be Don't be apologetic about wealth creation. Don't even put a bat on it. Yes, yes, but let's deal with the bat when you have money. You're being cautious about money when you don't have it. It's like teaching people how to use cutlery when there's no food. That's what we've been doing in church all along. Teaching people how to use cutlery when there's no food. Greedy, be careful about greedy. Oh, we're talking that same So, what's the greed about? When you don't have money, you don't have to worry about greed. If you want to be tempted, I remember when we went to do a life feast in Ginger those many years ago and went and, and, and hired the Ginger main town, town hall. The town hall. Those days it was a premium venue. At Enga Fair, we thought we were going to change the world in a few words. So, wherever we went, where's the premium venue in this town? That's the one we went for. So, we hired it. But then those feathers, they put another event in another what? part of the hall. So, what, what Feather starts saying, ah, now yet these people want, they struggle with parking since one while you attend the motor day. They say, ah, ah, but no, but no, but no, but no, but no, but no, but but they will not struggle with parking. That was the testimony of the guy who was running at that facility. And because this is a safe this event, they don't they can put an event because they will not need the parking anyway. Katino, let me find you hanging around. What are you doing? I'm just hanging around. Yakuba, take it. Hanging around. <laughs> Three, it was a man with great courage. 
this guy went to Pilate and made that request for Jesus' body. No one else was willing to face Pilate. Would you describe yourself as a person of courage? Courage does not mean that you have eliminated all your fears. No. Courage means that while your heart is pumping fast and you're breaking out into a sweat, sweating plasma, you take the next step towards the goal. That's courage. Some people are waiting to first feel fearless before they do go away. Unless you don't have red blood cells. The left ventricle is pumping, pumping. My friend, your body is designed to react to those situations by causing your blood, your heart to pump fast and your blood is going, and, and so you feel fearful and then you go ahead and do it. Feeling fearful. Great courage. For he was a man with great hunger and faith. It says that he was waiting for the kingdom of God. What is your most pressing issue in your life? Let me ask you. When you wake up in the morning, is the thing that is pressing you the most the kingdom of God? You know, Paul writes in Second uh, Corinthians 11 about all his troubles. Huh? Shipwreck to what? Was that once, twice? Okay. Uh, says, Rice, I was beaten by with rods. Uh, how many times? Twelve times minus one. Scourged. Stoned. And, and he names these crazy things that none of us have gone through. And then the last thing he puts, and, and all of that, and then he says, and more importantly, that which comes upon me daily, the care for all the churches. But among other person, all those chokos and what, is not as bad an issue to him as thinking, where the people in Ephesus, now the other ones I left in Corinth, what are they doing? I've heard that those of Galatia have gone back to circumcision as a means of salvation. I don't see many the Corinthians are sleeping with their mother's wives. I tell now the Galatia. No wonder the guy could only pray in tongues more than they all. It's like, too much! What needs you? Are you with me? We only get to a place where the thing that is pressing on our hearts that's causing us to play is the kingdom of God. Because all the other things, you can get them and there will still be no manifestation. There are way too many people. We have very many Christians in Uganda. No? Moreover, very many in worship Let's make a difference. Let's use our money Let's use our positions of influence. Let, let's make, let's determine 2019 is the year of breaking out with influence. Let's make a difference. 
Be determined. Be a man of influence. Use your influence well. Harness it. Go spruce up your Twitter handle. Start posting some wise things. Maybe people will follow. When you're on Facebook, don't only post hoodlup. You know, even though I have lots of KB that I could write on Facebook and Twitter, I make it a point every day to at least post one scripture. Because you know what? The devil wants to get the scriptures out of the public sphere. Just as the responsibility. You read the Bible every day, right? Right? Yeah, pick one of those verses, put it there. Just, just make sure there's scripture in the public sphere every day. Are you with me? Are you with me? Yeah. Hey, I have to check this cloak so that I might be here then. And I, where are they going? <laughs> so what do you need to do? I'm going to share with you seven things that you need to do, but I want you to pick maybe two. Pick two. <laughs> Pick it too. Temple Joker, Temple Joker, Gunoba Pulo. Pick it too. Pick two. Lona Kobe Bid, you know, I'm going to when you are this thing. Are you with me? One, if you're going to operate with influence, you need to change your self perception. This is a someone series of its own. How do you see yourself? In John Maxwell's book, The 15 Invaluables of Growth, he writes about the law of the mirror. By the way, if you haven't read Timo's blog about his closing thoughts for 2018, you need to read it. Go on Facebook and look for it. It's a very good, well-thought man. He's now a philosopher. But, you know, in 15 Valuable Laws of Growth, the, the law of the mirror, which states that to add value to yourself, you must see value in yourself. Can I tell you the trickiest thing in life that you probably have never thought about? Let me demonstrate it thus. Here is the trick. <laughs> By the way, this is a, a total hack. I'm hacking. We are hacking people. So here is the, the law, the, the idea, the core philosophy. People perceive you primarily based on how you perceive yourself. So, I can only have a certain perception of B3 based on how B3 perceives herself. Do not be deceived that people perceive you differently. No. And that people perceive you based on what their perception of you is. No. The way you know you and think about yourself is the way people think about you. <laughs> 
Sicho. Okay, so kugendo tule. But I can tell you, if you can hack this thing, if you see yourself as a doormat, lucky you. That's exactly how they are going to treat you. And don't be in shock when they are treating you like that. That's why actually people are never in shock when they are treated the same way. That's why people who endure abuse accept abuse. Because they see themselves as being abuse-worthy. And let me encourage you if you're going through abuse. Let me tell you something you need to do. Stand up and take care of it. No one, no one, no external person is going to come and rescue So if you perceive yourself as being a rich person, guess what? People treat you like you're a rich person. It doesn't matter how much money is in your wallet. They'll just treat you like you're a rich person. Because they will think you're a rich person. Because you think you're a rich person, you talk like a rich person. You behave like a rich person. So they have no alternative but to treat you like a rich person. When they want to take you out, they take you out to places where they take out rich people. And don't be offended. Never allow the position of the victim. Never. Look at this verse in number 1333. It says, now these are the guys they sent in to go and spy the land so they can attack. Hmm. What happened when they came back? Eh, no, 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 we can't go. Chivinho, 40 years. Look, he says, now, there we saw the giants, the descendants of Ark, who came from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers, hey, hey, in, who's that? in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. Let me tell you the record. Those people never had a conversation with those people. They never took a survey of the of the of the Anaks, Anak, Anak, those sons of Anak, to say, but no, this is a, a survey by the Israelites who are planning to attack you. How do you perceive them? And then they all grasshopper, grasshopper, grasshopper. <laughs> no, there was never a conversation. They didn't go and ask them. When you look at us, we mulabachi. Grasshopper, go and tell Moses we saw grasshoppers. There, there was interaction, but they saw themselves as. Grasshoppers, and automatically the other people saw them as grasshoppers. <laughs> to become deeply rooted. Because how do you change your perception of yourself? You have to get it the word. Okay? Be rooted in the word of God. Because, anyway, no time, 
So, Psalm, the book of Psalms, chapter 1, says, Blessed is the man that walks not in the castle of the ungodly, no, stands in the way of sinners, no, sits in the city of the scornful, but his delight is in the love of the Lord, and on his way he does meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, it's the scripture up there, that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and what? And what? Ever he does shall prosper. The greatest investment you're going to make in yourself 2019 is the Bible. And reading it, putting it below your pillow doesn't work. <laughs> Biblical truth doesn't get transferred by osmosis. It has to be read and meditated on. There's something called U-Version. It, it's a free app. People have paid billions to make it available to you. Download it, start using it. It has plans. When you don't know what to do, just go to plans and start with whatever comes and next. When are we starting? Tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Worship of We are going to be a people of the word. Put that one to start quoting Hezekiah. Three. Pray scary. Pray. Look. Look, guys. Huh? What do you mean to wait if we are praying? To be very covenant. To be mozanyo. There are things which are just you, you get. When, when you go to pray, pray prayers that make God sweat. Give God some exercise. Let when God be there again. She's can ask for such things. Yes! Bripo! It's time to pray scary prayers. Katarabono by Epaphras. Colossians. Epaphras, who is one of you, a bond servant of Christ, greets you. Always. Ah! Watch those words. The first word is what? Always. The second word? Laboring, in other words, well, my knew what labor is. Oh, Kutula, no, your child, you see labor. See laboring, laboring, mulimu worker. Praise work. Oh, my people, Bagama, me pray, I can't focus. Wait. Look. When Bithy was preaching, a very bad image came to my mind. Can I share it with you? Like you couldn't have been born hmm? to be around, buy a car, and take up your place in the traffic jam. That's all you are there. That's your, your, life. your life is over. You could as well bury you now. It's over. Sure. I refuse to die an unlived life. Bios, 
existing like cabbages. Cabbages have cells. You also have cells. Always laboring fervently for you in prayers that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. We might be having an Utica situation right now. My Paul preached at midnight. Utica snavam didisa nawa. People, don't if you're going to succeed in a life of prayer, don't think it's going to be at the convenience. Everything worthwhile is uphill. Said prayer is only to be participated in when everything is perfect. The lighting is perfect, the temperature is perfect, the room is perfect. You have nothing really left to hinder you apart from just somehow wobbling onto your knees and starting to pray. Paul and Silas were in very unfavorable circumstances. They didn't have a drama. And the guitarist. Why am I why well, Why am I overemphasizing this? Well, you people, we have accepted defeat too quickly. Stand up in the couple of cities, and you allow business again. And they never snatched you. Recently, a group of us leaders had the privilege of meeting with Pastor Robert Kayanja. We were challenged. Super duper challenged. Where people are committed to this gospel in ways you will never even get a set of commitment. What's the most dangerous thing? What's the worst thing? It's like complacency. No, she has, he has twin daughters and one got cancer when she was very young. Had to do chemo, my friend. Miracle worker, miracle ministry. Alimudwari Romanafa. Gadadevas brought a chikoligo to Sigamba. So you preach the gospel, you proclaim miracles, but you buried your daughter. Boy, what have you allowed? Did you stand up to see now in Gamba? Ah, Monday, but Gwei, you people, 2019, no, 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 no. If it means going without food, yes, season 21, it's starting this coming Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Refuse. Gwei, you would rather, or you Gamba, I would rather take a risk with God than stay safe with that devil. Obasitani 
<laughs> Wait, don't let the devil steal your dream. Get up and pray. You're powerful. Pray scary prayers. Build a personal brand. This guy was a prominent council member. By the way, let me just, that scary prayers. Many of us, I mean, the enemy has attacked us different ways. We've lost some and one some. Don't be discouraged by that point. If you have already experienced loss, you're not, you're not alone. Okay? I'm just saying, yes, we count it loss. We get up and count it all joy and focus. Because get, for every loss that you has inflicted on you, God has so much. God has so much. Get up and keep moving and keep praising and keep trusting. Better to register loss in faith than a win in unbelief. Build a personal brand. Pass I'm finishing. Build a personal brand. A good name is to be sure chosen rather than good riches. A good name. What does your name represent? When they mention your name somewhere, they yeah. What immediately comes to people's minds? Have? Huh? Someone else? Wait. You have to be consistent until your name means something. If you're good today, you can't build a name. Consistency. Doing the same thing consistently until people know what are you looking for? You're looking for a pianist, this is the number. You're looking for a drama, this is the number. You're looking for an editor, this is the number. You're looking for an event manager, this is the number. Build a personal brand. Let your name come to represent something. When they say your name, a picture should immediately appear in people's minds. And that picture should be the same picture for different people. I'm being chased. Be prepared to serve. Be prepared to serve. 2019, by the way, if you have been just consuming spiritual services from worship harvests, 2019 is the year of participation. Amen. Join a mission of committee, start a mission of committee, join a team, do something. Because greatness is hidden in serving. Become Become an economic operative. I chose these words very carefully. You know, I read the chapter of Proverbs every day. Proverbs has some scary verses. The rich has many friends, but the poor, even their friends, run away from them. 
Ntikundi jolizi aksi hiyo. <laughs> People are bolting from you. Are you either my bad person? No. No, 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 no. It's just in the Bible. <laughs> Bakuduka mudusi chichi bumali you people you people it's time by the way how do you preach truth without being offensive i'm i'm trying to figure that out chicha name i try eh? in the love of christ in the love of christ Become an economic operative. You don't know what's going on. You must make money. A lot. Billions. You must manage it well. You must grow it. So that you can take care of the body of Christ. Exam time. Joseph of Arimathea. How many four, four things? What were the four things? A man of great influence. Uh huh. Great wealth. Uh huh. Great courage. Great hunger and faith. So that's the profile of a worship harvester of 2019. Great influence, great wealth, great courage, great faith. Amen. Okay. Christian. Jeremy, come here. The MC, come and start chasing me. We, I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm just going to do it for the sake of those I may not have been able to, to reach. Yeah? It's not for everyone, so please. Uh, I know you are setting off wounding at another. You still have 10 minutes. So, wait. Watch this. Watch this. So, we found land in Gayaza. Slightly less than Anika. 0.7. 200 million only. The land there, that size of land is going for 260 to 270 million. But because this family, they are Christians, including a very prominent pastor in this town, and they know it's worshippers are interested in the land, they are giving it to us at 260 million less. We are buying it in January. Now, if you want to participate, please, this is not for everyone. If you want to participate, I've, me, I've already set the condition of those participating. No, sorry. So, I, I felt God asked me to find 40 people. 
to give five million as part of their first fruits. Because some people, the first fruits is a lot more than five million, but to give only five million of your first fruits and then give the rest of the first fruits wherever God is leading you. And I already wrote to some people. Guess what? We already have about 130 million committed. So there is like a 70 million, that's like 35, oh no. 70 million is 14 people. So I'm looking for 15 people who want to give 5 million in January. By the way, what I'm believing God to do is land transfers. Supernatural. We stood here, asked people to give first fruits towards this building. People did, people built houses. And I know them, they all built houses. In, in, miraculously, in a very short time. So this one I'm believing for land, land when a Kampala mwe buliomwe etaka kurelevi o etaka trade yokutuka yo tuogenda kuda takaliye Kampala. We buy land for God in Kampala. He buys land for us in Kampala. Fair deal. Chechechetuliko. So if you want to join this thing, you'll get an increase after the fireworks. Ayakubolida how you can be part of it. It will be right here. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Happy 2019. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555. Five, five, five.